1: at LuckyLandslots.com.
0: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. BGW Group. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Before we jump in and deep dive into our subject today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor, sponsors, plural. Uh, first of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It, it, the customer service is, I, I can tell you a story of like, oh, geez, maybe it's two or three years ago where I couldn't get, I, it was, and it was an older machine. It wasn't one of the newer machines, but I couldn't get it. And they they literally sat on the phone with me for almost an hour um, trying to problem solve. Eventually, we got it. eventually, we needed to get a couple of pieces kind of sent. But um, their customer service and that 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 for, at that point on, they had a customer for life. So go mention Coach Unplugged or, or Coach Collins or any of us, and they'll give you four hundred dollars off for you. I said it right, four hundred dollars off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out tchoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, if you're looking to become a better basketball coach, you're looking to expand. If you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for resources, tchoops.com is the answer. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's better than Netflix because it comes with me. <laughs> it comes with one-on-one calls. It comes with um, resources and things to make you a better basketball coach. It has everything that you're going to need in one spot. It has the roadmap set up for you. So you know to kind of kind of go tackle the things that you need in order to solve um your basketball questions so go over and check it out it also helps us pay the bills so go over and check that out also uh I, I said this um i, I said this on a, on a couple other podcasts we'd love if you go over and check out our other podcasts high school hoops uh the five minute basketball coaching podcast the funnel down defense podcast go over and check those out i think you'll love those um we love sharing with the world and leave a five-star review let's head off the podcast all right, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm very excited, Coach, and I. Before we were coming on, we were talking about the Atlanta traffic and uh, uh, Coach Dick. So I want you to talk about. I'm going to have you introduce yourself and talk about your resume. is <laughs> unbelievably impressive, but I want you to talk about kind of your basketball journey, um, about how you got into coaching, um, about how long you have been coaching. You, you're you're a you're like me. You're a porch dog. You've been coaching a while, so we're, we're one of those ones like. We've been around a little while, but, um, you know, just kind of explain to the audience who you are, kind of how you got into coaching and then we'll, uh, we'll take it from there. So I'm going to turn it over to you, coach Dix. All
0: right. Uh, yeah. Uh, coach Joe Dix. Um, I am now at East hall high school in, uh, Gainesville, Georgia, about a 45 minutes North of Atlanta. Um, I am in year about to start year 27, uh, in this coaching business. Um, I have spent, I spent the first 22 years of my career at East Hall High School. I was an assistant for eight years, and then I was a head coach there for 14. Okay. And then uh, about four years ago, um, decided I wanted a new challenge and stepped out on faith and went to Collins Hill High School, uh, which okay. is, I guess, Collins Hill's claim to fame basketball-wise is we produce Maya Moore. So uh, she, hey, three- my,
1: my, my school produced Wesley Matthews and he played pretty well today. Uh, the, so we're, we're taping this. To, we Bucks beat the Celtics by about 15. He played really well. He's been, yes, he's he been, did. he's had a great, he's had a great NBA. Um, oh, he has. Oh, he has. undrafted. Undrafted. Because undrafted.
0: I'm old enough to remember when his dad was the quickest thing on the court you know
1: oh is that his, his, his people go what are you talking about he, i go he was magic johnson's backup and he right. was the fastest guard i've ever seen he, ever. he was
0: super quick man. unbelievable
1: yeah. Un, yeah. it was like w- <laughs> unbelievable like yeah. yeah when he played for wisconsin it was uh, yeah it was not normal um so let's talk let, before we go any further tell me that tell me what you learned as an a, as an assistant versus being the head What's the difference there? Cause you won state titles on both of them. What, what's the difference there?
0: Well, the first thing I learned is that sliding over that one seat was like sliding all the way down the road, man. That was, oh,
1: I tell the, I tell all these young coaches that call, call me for advice. I said that six inches or 12 inches or depending on how big you are, 18 inches is a big move because the, the buck stops with you when you're that head coach.
0: That's right. Um, The biggest thing I learned early on was not trying to do everything, you know, because early on I was one of those clinic guys and everything I saw at a clinic, I was going to put it in that next year,
1: you know. Oh, and that that was weird about the pandemic, too. It's like they had all those clinics online and stuff. And I eventually I told my wife after about a week, I said, I got to stop watching all this stuff because it, it was too much good too much good. Like, uh, Oh, I should do that. Or we should think about that. Or we should, it's like, I, I, I told her, I said, I just got to like get away and like, yeah, let, it, you know,
0: it, it, that that that's very true. That really, that happened. Um, in fact, our team started running the spread offense that Brad Underwood kind of made famous and they actually named it quarantine because that's when I told them that's when I kind of happed upon it and started Immersing myself in it. So, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about right there.
1: Much. Uh, so, and now you are you working for the state association?
0: I am. I am. Uh, I'm the state boys basketball chair for the Georgia Athletic Coaches Association. And then we branched out underneath that umbrella and started a Georgia Basketball Coaches Association. And I'm one of the vice presidents of that. Um, and what we've done. We felt like our boys' basketball coaches and girls' basketball coaches needed a voice in trying to to get some things implemented um, that would make our game better. And um, the first thing we started with was the shot clock. Uh, Hold up, I lost
1: you. That's okay. And did that work?
0: It it did. Uh, We had a three-year plan that we uh, instituted um, two years ago. The first year was... Any, um, any events or special tournaments could have right. it. And then this past year, it was the state really liked the direction we were going. So the next implementation step was your region or your league could vote for it. And a lot of leagues went ahead and did it. Um, there were a few leagues that didn't because one or two schools didn't have the clocks uh, put in yet. Right. And this coming year is all all in full tilt. Uh, every varsity boys and girls game in the state will be a shot clock game.
1: How long? How long is the shot clock? Thirty five seconds. Yeah, that, that's. I, I it's coming. I agree. I think it's coming. I I think anything less than thirty five, you shouldn't do. Um right. I just think it. Okay, your argument is it'll pick up pace and people won't pull the ball out. Great. But we don't need we don't need a 24. I mean
0: right, right. Anywhere
1: between 35 and 45, I'm good with. Because it's like, all right, you you know you got a couple possessions left. You know, you know you're gonna get the ball back, whatever. I think the reset,
0: uh I think the reset is 25. Um, okay. you know, so it's um and there's still we still had 40 to 35 games this year. You know, everybody thought every game when it first came out, there were a lot of coaches who balked against it and were like, you know. Every game is going to be a ninety to ninety-five. Well, not you know, no, that's not true. You know, no. we still had forty to thirty-five games last year, and and there was still. I mean, you think about it. if you're able to hold the ball for thirty-five seconds, and then the other team holds the ball for thirty-five seconds, and you do that over the course of a thirty-two minute game. That's um, a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I think uh, there's a couple things. So I think that's a good. I think that's a good move. I think the timeout to half court is it would be a good move. Like, you call a timeout, you can take the ball at half court. Especially, I would at the love end of that, too. Yeah, and then the one that I, before I retire, I'm trying to work on nationally is the jump ball needs to go away. And here's my reasoning with the jump ball. They only throw the ball up once a game. Right. And they're horrible at it. Sorry, all the officials. So there's three officials, and only one of them throws it up, and it's once a game unless there's an overtime. So just give the visiting ball, give visiting team gets the ball should be the uniform rule in basketball. Right. And let's go. Visiting team and gets did, the ball. We did, you know, we did that during the pandemic. I know. Yeah. And it worked yeah. fine and it's like right. it, my issue is we no one practices it and the officials are bad at it. So why do we have it in the game anymore? Just alternating possession, visiting team gets the ball to start. Done. I mean, I, that
0: would I was, I was thoroughly, agree I know. With, I
1: don't know why the national federation or anybody hasn't gotten on that because it's just, it's, it's, it's I understand it's like part of the game, but we don't even have the circles anymore. Like when I played, everything was a jump ball. Right, so it's like, right. okay, so, we're going to go wish- back to that. Like, no, we're not, I'm not asking for that. And I'm not asking you to get rid of alternating possession. I'm getting rid of the first throw up is stupid. It's like, Officials, even the NBA guys and the college guys don't do it very well because they don't practice it. Right, so it's, not, it's not very good. You know,
0: I, I feel like also it would allow you to prepare. You know, I mean, we started doing stuff defensively off of that. Right, and, and it would allow me. Defense. It would
1: allow me to figure out. It would be a, there, right. there would be a nuance to the beginning of the game that we don't have right now. I think it would be. I think it would be interesting. Um, no, I think like I was telling you before we came on air, I've I've been down. Um. Kevin Furtado ran a clinic down on the other side. Ran was at his clinic a couple of times. Great, great guy. Yes,
0: um, absolutely. Got to med, great
1: got to meet Gene Durden and some great coaches in Georgia. Well,
0: I'm the boy state chairman and Gene's the girl state chairman. Oh, yeah. Gene's so we work great. closely together.
1: Yeah, so, I love Gene. Gene's so good. Yes. And, he, and he's got so much energy. I mean, I don't I told him, I said, I don't know how you have that kind of energy. I'm a pretty hyper person. <laughs> Holy cow. But he knows his stuff. Like he, he does. He he knows. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but anyway, it's been great. And and uh, yeah, it's uh, the weather is much better down there than it is in Wisconsin. <laughs> now, what I tell people is summers in Georgia are like our winters. Okay. So, okay. Uh, it's like the surface of the sun, basically. So, <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean right. Right. January it, it, for it, it us is time, like your man. July. So, I don't it, know if June I'm and loving.
0: July are just brutal, man. I mean, they are. Yeah,
1: they're they are. great here in Wisconsin, they're like seventy-five. You have your windows open. You're walking at like, but in January, when it's when it's cold enough that you throw boiling water and it freezes before it hits the ground, kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's cold. So that's we we just basically flip seasons. Uh, um. So uh, tell me, let's talk about your press. I'm just gonna dive into some questions I have here. Um. So you sent me something on your press. So tell me what that is. Uh, and why you do that and your thoughts behind all that?
0: Well, we um, we actually started it years ago. I was an assistant at the time, and and we, uh, we had gone to the final four about three or four straight years and had gotten beat basically by teams that just had more size than us. And, um, you know, Coach and I were sitting around. Seth Vining, uh, he's actually going in and – to the Georgia High School Coaches Hall of Fame this year, um, he and I were sitting there and we said, you know, what do we need to do? And we felt like we needed to turn the tempo up um, and we needed to create a, a situation where the size, we negated some of it by the, by the tempo we were playing. So that's where it kind of evolved
1: from.
0: That started it, Um, and the next year, we got to the state title game. That was in 99. In the next year, 2000, we got to the state title game. uh, Got beat by a better team, but we were able to finally get over that hump, and then the next year in 01, we won it, and um, that started a run. Uh, We won. We went to six uh, state title games and won three of them, and – Produce some pretty good players, and I know we went
1: tough. to. So here's the here's the funny part with this. We went to, we went ten straight years. Ended up going to like seven finals, winning three. And it's still it's amazing how those ones you lose still kind of like people. No one's gonna feel bad for me. I've won right, right, <laughs> <titles>. <laughs> You know, but it's like, oh man, I wish that like I th- I think, and this would again, we were talking about Wesley before. Wesley's team won it in 05. My O four team, I had three Mr. Basketballs, and we lost in the finals. We were undefeated the entire season. Wesley broke his hand in the semifinal game, uh, um, but it's like that that one still irk. There's ones that just irk you, like oh man. Yeah,
0: the three we lost, one of them, we brought a knife to a gunfight. So you know we did like, You know we that
1: ha- and that happens too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, there's also yeah. like. There's also like, the, you know, when I, we went 10 straight years, I was a different coach by that 10th year than I was right. in the first year. <laughs> and the first right. year that we probably had our best team. So, like, I feel bad for me and the guys that were on that team because it's like I wasn't the coach that I am now or I was, right. you know, I would have done things differently in 04 than I would have in 17. You know, it's just, it just right. changed. You're absolutely down. right. Um, you become better. Like the teacher I was in the first year out of college was horrible. <laughs> now right. I think I'm pretty good. And I've been, I mean, like I just feel like I'm getting my stride and it's 30 plus years, you know, it's kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I love that you kind of organize all these notes. I, I will put all these in the show notes or I'll, you know, I can, I'll figure a way to get these to people, but it's like, I love that you, you just went through like lesson seven foul. I mean, just things that you think about, um lob passes are loose balls what do you mean by that
0: well we um <clears throat> anytime a ball is thrown high and we want it we, we, we're looking to try to create that with our activity we we tell our guys that's you gotta have a little thievery in your soul that's a ball that you should get um and that you should go after and they know we're gonna we're gonna push them to go after that ball.
1: Go after it. So okay. So I gotta ask it number one. So, anybody that's driving driven across this country has seen a Waffle House, and I've got yes. I've got Waffle House stories. But you wrote <laughs> our press our press has been called the Waffle House defense. It's scattered, yes. smothered, and covered. Yes. What do you mean by that?
0: Uh, well, well, we we're all over you um, from from the beginning, um, and we we're. We're a little different. You know, we're never going to be – there's never going to be a night when we play six people. You know, we're going to always play anywhere from – we want to play 10. That's our right. goal. Ten, uh,
1: any more than 10, it gets hard, to be honest. Right, right. It does. It really does. Yeah.
0: yeah but those 10 – those 10 know if they get into that top 10 in our rotation, they're going to get the minutes. But uh, And I've had a couple of times where I was able to get away with 11 or 12 because there were some nights they were able to put the game away and – we could play eleven and twelve a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and I get on my guys about that sometimes too. It's like, um, you, know, uh, you know, you know, you got to get on people if you're going to. Uh, <laughs> if we, we, I want to be able to play some of these guys. If we're up, if we're up enough, I can. No, my guys, like we've gone we won a couple national tournaments in Florida. And um one of them I didn't find this out, my son was actually a freshman or sophomore on that team, but I eventually found out that they we won it and then that night they were at the, they were at Waffle House for like four hours. I didn't even know it. It's like, whoa, well, let me tell you about the Waffle House. You do not uh, necessarily want to be there at one AM. <laughs> like Uh, but that's some of the best
0: coaching clinics I've been to have been at the waffle house
1: at the waffle house. I know one of the guys, one of the guys that was at that waffle house was, uh, 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 one of my players from my 17 team, uh, Jake Ferguson, who just got actually went, went in the fourth round of the Cowboys yesterday. Oh, so, okay. um, and I'm sure Jake had something to do with him going to the waffle, right. but I don't know, <laughs> but he's, he's going to be a cowboy. So, um, I told him, I said, Ooh, I don't know if I can root for the Cowboys, but I'll, I'll try. Cause you're going to be one. Um, I love it's organized chaos. I swear to God, it's like being a middle schooler teacher, like it's organized chaos. Like, <laughs> I love that yeah. as far as the pressure goes. Um, so what do you, what do you do? And you're running, what are you running offensively now?
0: Uh, we're running the spread, um, okay. and um, and then we're still running some dribble drive as well. Uh, but those are the two bases. I like I like play.
1: dribble drive as I like. I, we're we're going to kind of run a four out one in kind of thing and dribble mm-hmm. drive two because I think he, I think they give different things. Um, and what I tell young coaches is don't do an offense, don't do two offenses that do the same thing. Do offenses that right. do different things. And these are
0: these are totally different in how. You Know the, the spread is played out of the high post, and you know, Coach Underwood calls it Princeton on steroids. Uh, you know, right. and then, um, <laughs> the you know, but the, the dribble drive is a little simpler, you know, just push those guys to the deep corners and and let's open up. Some let's gaps go, and let's go. Yeah, get.
1: especially yeah. if you got some guys that can't move far from the basket, it's good. Right. Um, let's talk about practice. So, give if I walk into your practice, what am I going to see? Um, it's gonna be up
0: tempo, um, you know. Once we kind of get going, any any dummy stuff we're gonna do as far as uh, install or anything like that's probably gonna happen at the beginning. Uh, because I like once they get moving, I, I don't I don't want them to uh, have to stop. So we'll we'll do any install. Sometimes we have a basketball lesson for that day, and it, it may be something as simple as. Block out on rebound on a free throw, you know.
1: No where the Northern where all American is on the court when he walks off. The, yeah, like maybe get a hand up. Yeah, right, right.
0: You know, it's it's crazy how many games I've seen won and lost on free throw blockouts at the end of the game. So you know that might be a lesson. On well, how I to do, do that, and
1: I know. And the you know hurdles. what the I you know what I always tell them, and and I always say this: as they're leaving the timeout, is it's not the shot that kills you most of the time; it's the That's right. rebound that kills That's exactly them. right. Because they all turn. I've watched so many games; it's the turn and watch, and then the then the. Then the seventh man, who should be in the orchestra rather than on the thing, steps in, gets the rebound, puts it back in. Yeah, and he's, he's a like, hero because you didn't And he's me. a hero, and it's like, oh, no. it's the, it, And I said, from the offensive standpoint, we should be crashing. And so we use that in two-step. Right, right. The they're often, not going to block you out. You know, They're not going to block you out, and they're not going to follow you. Like, right, right. You you know. know. You know, come. It's like, oh my gosh, it's always, it's always that. Um, if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? Um, so I, I, I come into your practice. I say, Coach, you can only work on three things today. What do you work on? We're gonna do that barrage shooting drill. Yep, I love that. Um, yep.
0: We're gonna work on the uh, our press in our low four on four uh, running jump drill, and then. And then we're going to go shell. We're going to go shell
1: in the half court and make sure we're guarding somebody. I know. I mean, we, we, we're, we that's what we're spending the whole summer on because we didn't have a season. So I couldn't even play much man last year because, like, you know, COVID, in, we played this year, but the pre- oh. previous year we didn't play at all, like zero. Oh, really, None. I didn't didn't play that. a game. Didn't play a game. Gosh. Lost Stop. that whole season. So I got kids in this year that's like, You guys, you guys came. You, I mean, I told them you couldn't guard a paper bag in an empty gym, (laughs) like, like it was bad. We couldn't. This is the helpline,
0: you you know. uh, No, they didn't
1: know know which arm to put up. They didn't know which arm to put up. It's like, what do you like? So we had to scrap everything we thought we could do, and it was just anyway. It's not their fault. It's not the kid's fault. It's right. um, So what's one thing you learned in COVID? During COVID, what what's one thing you learned that you didn't know? I, I guess the spread. I
0: mean, cause I, I really, when I heard the presentation from coach Underwood and, and then he started naming all schools that were doing it. So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna, so I, I, I emailed or wrote every last one of them and all of them were so gracious, you know, uh, with the exception of Oregon, I have not heard from the university of Oregon, but Oklahoma state, Illinois, Stephen F. Alston all responded um, and gave me pretty much everything they had. So that made it, uh, I, I really immersed myself in it. Uh, like I said, because I didn't have anything else to do. I was just kind of sitting around the house, wasn't going anywhere. And uh, we were able, to, we started, they allowed us 10 days in July uh, because obviously we didn't have a June. And um, I started implementing it then. and. Tell you what, it really kind of created a little bit of an energy at that time for the kids, and uh, you know, so that was one. That was probably the thing I learned in COVID, probably more than anything, because I had never, I knew, and I had heard about the spread offense, but I hadn't really looked into it or talked to anybody about it. And it was, it was eye opening for me. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed
1: uh, uh, getting, uh, getting to understand. it. I'm going to have you send me some of that stuff, coach. Can you okay. that? Yes. Yeah yeah, 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 So, Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial as we talk. Subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social
0: Podcast Network